0: Right, welcome, everybody, to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host, I'm very good friend, is Mr. Dave Horrocks.
1: Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season Eight, Episode Seven. Now, really, it's our Episode Six, but I want to keep. In line with the kind of Love Island uh, numbering, so we don't cover the unseen bits or anything. Chris, where would you like to start today?
0: Well, Dave, I'm going to flip it back to you, my friend, because obviously every episode I've started with a name beginning with G, and uh, <laughs> I want your opinion on the way this is going, Dave, because <laughs> we got Jacks coming, her ex, shall we say? So where, where, what do you think about this whole thing, Dave? Well, I mean, you can't you can't not
1: sort of gravitate to the Gemma world, Gemma Island, because they keep ramming it down our chuffing throats. So, you know, we thought we knew this guy who was coming in, you know, Jack's played for, uh, or used to play for Castleford Tigers. He's been released now, obviously not that good, played about 23 games over, uh, since 2018. So over about four years or something. Um, But they just keep fucking relentlessly going at it. And you've got all these other things going on as side plots. But it is the fucking Gemma show, to be quite honest. And Chris, I'm not happy with these dates. Sort of implied a little bit, you know, a a little bit of Jimmy Savile stuff last week. But (laughs) thinking about it, right? Gemma said last week, we heard that she's been single for about a year and a half. She she was talking to the girls, and she said they were going out. So her and Jax were going out for about eight months. That takes us back, Chris, to April 2020. Remember what you were doing in April 2020? Because I do. Because yeah. we were all in fucking lockdown. Because <laughs> March 2020 was when we went into lockdown. So I'm not fucking having it. But that's when they decided to start fucking dating, Chris. Chris, he's been loitering around fucking schools, as far as I'm concerned, unless proven otherwise. It is dodgy as fuck. And ITV, you are complicit in all of this. You had the moral high ground. You're the ones to show the whole Jimmy Savile stuff when, you know, the BBC didn't want to show it. Now you don't have the moral high ground because you are normalizing this shit. If you would like to sponsor us, though, email us in uh, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Chris, honestly, I'm not fucking happy with these corporations. So there you go. When you give the, the mic to me to start, off on a rant straight oh, away.
0: <laughs> I thought that's a good thing or a bad thing, Dave. <laughs> <It's done. laughs> no, honestly, whenever, I read a lot of stuff on tonight's episode, and there's nobody happy. I think there was a thing like some guys put Love Island and I went at them on Twitter as well saying like fuck me just release the pictures Michael lowen has got on you guys because it's just getting boring <laughs> this whole Gemma thing. Made it worse. Jordan comes down before the episode starts and says, you know they're sending in another of her exes and I'm going <sighs> That's why I'm thinking, like, we were discussing it one we, way at the time and you thought I meant this Jax, and she went, no, yeah, another yeah. one, Dad. I another went, oh, one. you are yeah. fucking taking the piss. She went, yeah, apparently so. So something's gone on when, here, Dave?
1: When did that happen, Chris? Because, again, the dates, if if I've just talked about, you know, Jax as her only, let's say, quote, unquote, adult relationship, you know, that takes us back to at least 16 or something. It, it, where did this other X come into play?
0: I know, I know, I, I, and I'm with you on that day because I tell you what, what one thing that this reminds of. You've never watched this show, and I know a lot of people have said this online, saying, "What since when has Love Island become X on the beach?" But when I've watched X on the beach, it's so fucking sketchy and dodgy how these are right, I X couples because when they're telling the story, you're looking at them going. Okay, fucking Pinocchio, you have never been together. You're obviously with the same talent agency. And they're like, we've got a picture of you at some event together. Or we've got, I never believed that show at all, Dave. So basically, you'll get like four uh, four girls, four lads. They start off in this big hotel on a beach. And it's a great hotel. And some of them will be exes, someone. And then they get this thing where you've got the tablet of terror. And the tablet of terror, he, like, basically emails them in or messages them and says, one of your exes is going. So they'll send like two lads and a girl, say, on deck chairs, sat there. They're looking at the sea day. So obviously this person's fucking Aquaman and, and comes from the sea. It happens every time. They do the whole, you know, <laughs> you know the whole Daniel Craig thing where they come out the water yeah, in, in the chunks. Yeah. So the girl comes out and she's there flicking her hair. And I'm actually doing these motions now. If you could see the actual video version, I'm flicking my hair and everything. And they come out and always go, fuck off. And then one of them will go, That's my ex. And then when they start talking, it's very rare they've been in a proper relationship. I don't believe that this Jax and Gemma have even been together. I don't believe. I mean, there was a couple of little snippets. It's as if they've gone to Nando's once, and then it's like, ex. It was just too cute for me. And the way it was teed up. I mean, I had a look on social media, and I'm fucking looking after we've recorded this to see if there's anything on their social media about being together because eight months is a long time especially in fucking you know young people's um relationship and what you said is absolutely correct if they started dating dating, dating looking on dating, they dating in April 2020 that takes them up to Christmas 2020 what did they do was it a fucking relationship on zoom because you weren't allowed to see anybody <laughs> You know what I mean? It's we did for, for a little
1: bit in that summer, you know. So around June, July ish, yes, it opened it up again. And then you had the whole eat out to help out. And then everyone yep. was like, oh, you lot, you're spreading COVID. You <laughs> <She laughs> told the to shit on the sweets out and help out, you know. So, no, at least, like I say, the the whole March through to June everyone was in very, very strict lockdown and you saw the things on social media where people, you know, police would come in and and were arresting people and stuff and people were getting arrested for going too far away. So, you know, uh, exploiting the, uh, you know, exercise kind of lifting of the restrictions, you know, they get, they were in the next county along and they're like, no, no, that's, that's too far it was very fucking strict back then. So so I'm thinking it it must have been before then. Because how the fuck do you spark up a, a relationship, you know, after that time? You know, clubs weren't open, clubs yeah. and shit. So it's all very fucking weird for me, Chris. But even without that dodginess, I mean, basically, so what we're talking about is a 20-year-old going with a, a 16-year-old. Apart from that, take that out of the equation, Chris. He's a fucking knob as well. well, (laughs) Even even without that context, he just comes across like an utter knob. Like, I mean, let's face it, most of them who come in are all on the knob scale. But, you know, I I really don't like this Jax. He's just going, all right, let's crack on with him, you know, and uh, fuck off, dick.
0: (laughs) Oh, bad, Dave. Don't, don't that sure that sponsorship's work. still open, by the way. ITV. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right. He, he sort of came in with the same energy as Ekin Sue, but he didn't come across the way Ekin Sue did it. And, that, and I don't want to sound like I'm being sexist, but he just, when she came in, and I'm, I'm probably I'm sound like a hypocrite. She, he's done the same thing, but. The way her energy was, she was she was quite nice about sort of chatting to people and everything, other than Gemma, obviously being a fucking slapped arse, day. But that that is her absolute face anyway. Oh, Dave, i have got to tell you something. So so you didn't watch this. Let me this is all about this, but the unseen bits. So I watched the unseen mm-hmm. bits on Saturday. Weren't that bothered, but we had nothing else to watch. So Sam's like, let's watch them. We did enjoy them last year. And they had a little game where they were talking and Paige said about Gemma. She she went, you've got RBF. So fucking Gemma's like, you know, get phased there, the Michael Owen monotone fucking face. (laughs) RBF, what do you mean? And she went resting bitch face and everyone cracked up and they put fucking Paige in the VT room. And she's laughing and I thought it was really funny. And you can see Gemma's doing that. You fucking bitch. That's not funny, but I've got to pretend it's funny because everyone's laughing. Oh, yeah, it's quite yeah. funny, that. But but again, Unseen Bits, guys, if you can actually watch it, quite good, actually. And it showed everyone, even Day, come across quite well in the Unseen Bits, Dave. Um, but anyway, back to the show. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Uh, if you say so, Chris. But but I, I do think Jack's has come in. I mean, straight away, he made a play for Ekansu, didn't he? And she, mm. Dave, I'm not being funny. I know these you can be a bit flirty, do whatever you want. Sort like she was up for the challenge there, Dave. I think she's realising that Day is all fucking show and got no go about him because he's got everything. He's like he's like a Ferrari without an engine at the moment, because he's got fuck all personality for me, Dave.
1: It, it does seem to be, but I mean, it's only been a day, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> uh, it, it, he made his pick. He picked Hacking you know, he was previously in a, in a couple with Gemma, but she, she was just saying to, uh, Jax, yeah, I'm interested in getting to know you. And of course she should be. <laughs> she's only been with but you know, had a handful of conversations with him, bit of a saucy kiss, I have to say, I, I'm not sure, uh. I think Ian Sterling commented that you know he had to wait a little while before he could walk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just standing up there. there, yeah.
1: <laughs> but um, no, I, I think she should get to know other people, and and Jacks is a good-looking bloke. I just don't like the way he speaks about the girls to the other lads. That's the thing that really fucking pushes my buttons. He just seems like you know he, he's notching up things on his on his bedpost. When they were doing, have I uh, never have I ever? There were a couple of things in there that he threw out as these coy little things to like take little pot shots at Gemma. So, you know, uh, never have I ever fancied my girlfriend's mum or something, and he takes <laughs> oh, <no>. a sip. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then what was the other one? Oh, that, that was the one where I thought it was really fucking out of order. He was like, never have I ever slept with an ex. Yeah. And then she just give him a, a, a bit of an evil stare sort of thing. So again, you're thinking, well, they've split up. But then, you know, he's it, it, just sort of putting it out there that they've slept together after that as well. I just thought,
0: you're a dick. Yeah, you know what, Dave? It, and I agree on that because I don't even, Whatever I think of Gemma, I didn't think she needed that. And he's coming there like all the shows I've watched in the past, the Geordie Shaw characters, like the guys and everything, the way they... Speak about girls, just fucking great, Something Me like they're just pieces of meat, Dave. You know, like really like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's another notch on the bedpost. This lad will be perfect in, as I said, X on the beach. fucking, I know he's not from Newcastle, but Geordie Shaw. He's just really, really crass. And his delivery on stuff is fucking rubbish. I mean, that never have I ever getting was fucking bobbins, Dave. Absolutely shit. I mean, Davide and Ekinsu, have you had a foursome? I mean, I think Paige has said, that, have you had a foursome? She has a drink. Like, oh my God, but Davide and Ekinsu, literally, <laughs> what, you might as well rip the clothes off, Dave. There's yeah. that many things. I think Indy said in the, the VT room, like, oh my God, you know, they just let them play their own game. I mean, you could see he wasn't even drinking Prosecco at that point, because they can only have one glass, Dave. So he, he must have mm. fucking absolutely sipped life out of that glass. But, Yeah, I just, I just finding it really difficult. And I'm trying to think back like every series, there is always a couple that we concentrate on the most. I know that. And I'm probably, am I being a bit unfair? But I think the problem is Gemma's not doing anything to justify the camera being on her. There's nothing she's bringing. I mean, I saw people online going, well, she is actually because we're talking about her. And it's like, no, we're talking about her because you can clearly see that she's being forced onto us because of the profile of her dad. Now, I don't know, honestly, Michael Owen, he's not top tier. He's not David Beckham. He was a great striker in his day in the late 90s, early 2000s, Without a doubt, Dave, was one of the best in the world. He was class. And, you know, obviously World Cup 98, his goal against Argentina. But he wasn't like Beckham. He wasn't a, you know, high profile sort of person. And he's certainly not a high profile now, I mean, he, he he'd been retired about eight or nine years, and even then, towards the last three or four years of his career, he was just a bit of a donkey, he was always injured and couldn't be arsed as you've read in his book and stuff, even when he played at United. So I, I don't understand how they think that's gonna sell a show because everyone is saying it, going, Why the fuck is it just Gemma Island? What I said it yesterday mm. and I went on a run. I know, and I was laughing, listening back, thinking you said <laughs> like right, dick, Chris 43-year-old bloke kicking off about this, but It's not fun fun to watch because she's doing nothing and that's fine. But I think the way the voting goes, she's going to be in there for a long time. So whether we like it or not, she's either got to come out of a shell and become a great contestant. We all like her or whatever, or she's just, we've just, we've just got to accept it because there's a lot of people saying, ITV, you are turning us off from watching the show because it's so forced and fake.
1: Yeah. No, I, th- I think the way I look at it, we want to make our own minds up about who we like yes. and who we don't like. You know, yeah. it's not just, well, if you're giving 70% of the, the airtime to one contestant and whoever she's with at the time, then, you know, we, we've almost got no choice. We, we're not seeing enough of the other couples, of the other people just interacting. And so I hope it does change. Um, but I think that's a hope as opposed to yes. what I actually think will happen.
0: Yeah. I think you're right because I mean, talking about it again, just from the flip side, don't you think it's a bit weird the way Luca's got her in a fucking sleeper hold when they sat together and he's like, really, <laughs> he's really fucking for me. That's, that's a bit of a red flag to be honest, Dave. I've not minded Luca, but the way he's got Gemma in this sort of like figure four leg lock when they're on the fucking chair and he's like this, like, yeah, you're mine now. And she's like, yeah, you're going to have to graft a bit more. And he's like, yeah. And then gets her in this fucking like, I mean, I'm saying all these wrestling terms, like a camel clutch. And and you can see she's dead (laughs) uncomfortable. (laughs) She's really uncomfortable. Not
1: knowing what that is, it sounds a bit wrong, but I'm sure it's not as (laughs) as bad as it sounds like for a non-wrestling fan. But, I, I don't know. I mean, he, he clearly feels threatened. He's another one though, isn't he? He's used to being top dog. He's got absolutely no issues at all with, you know, da- uh, stealing her off to have yes. No issues with that at all. Uh, but when it happens or when he's threatened, He's got a fucking face like a slapped arse on him, hasn't he? <laughs> so again, I yeah. know there's a lot of people who, who really like Luca. I just think uh, you know he he is quite funny at times. He does have the chat, but you know I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him.
0: I don't think many I trust to be honest. I mean, think... no. <laughs> I think like, page
1: in there seems like quite nice, quite normal. Yes. I think Dammy. Uh, I can. I I think there are people in there. Who seem a bit more authentic, but maybe maybe if we saw them a bit more, Chris, we we would actually not think that. But you know, from what we've seen at least, I, I think that way.
0: Yeah, I agree because someone had said online on Twitter, and I was reading it, and it was uh, one of the girls who follows us, and she said, and she's right. She said people are not feeling like a Dammy and Amber because their relationship is actually growing at a normal rate. It's been seven mm. days; it's a slow burner. They're getting to know each other. There isn't that love out, And you don't think of it like that, do you? Because they're in this closed, not like a prison, but in this closed environment where there's nowhere else to go. Is Even if you have an argument, you can literally go and hide around a corner, but you can't take yourself away from that person. And if you're sharing a bed with them, you can go and you can sleep outside like some of them do or whatever. So it's, it's right. I think the energy of the show has been wasted on the wrong couples at the moment, but, Everything's revolving, revol- revolving, revolving around Jemaday. So, yeah, strange, strange. And I just want to say as well, uh, big thanks to everyone over on Facebook, Chris today's reality TV cast. That is an absolute uh, hive high, high of, uh, what's he, Dave? Not, not, Star Wars, I was going to say.
1: You were going to say, <laughs> <laughs> going to say I've got villainy, were
0: weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> me, but that wasn't, I was trying to be complimentary, but it's buzzing over the, the, opposite, like, of that. <laughs> the opposite of that. Because everyone is like, uh, I saw one of the comments today, like people are, are watching the episodes on Daily Motion, if you're not in the UK, which is brilliant. Everyone's helping each other out with different things when these queries, if we, if we can't answer it. So thanks guys. It's really, that's the whole point of the community. And we're all, friends together and watching this bloody show and talking about it, whether we agree or disagree, it's really nice. And it is the difference in Love Island, Dave, and that actual page on everything else is fantastic. We always get people chatting and listening to us and uh, requesting, we're asking different things, but Love Island just hits differently. And it's been so nice to see. And over on our Discord channel as well, it's been great.
1: Yeah, no, it is a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And definitely it does it steps up for us, doesn't it? When we start, when we kick off Love Island, it just, for whatever reason, just resonates a, that little bit more. And we get a lot more kind of interaction. Yeah. But Chris, anything else on, on tonight's episode?
0: Nothing really, Dave. I think that was it. I think we're, we're going into it. We've, we're, we're getting to the point where someone's got to leave. So uh, I presume that's going to be in the next couple of days. So let's see. I think at the moment, Afia's not getting any time, Dave, and there don't seem to be any connection as far as we see. So I think it's probably going to be Afia and Paige. He's going to stay. I do like Paige as well, Dave, but they're just not giving them enough time. The wrong people are just getting too much air time. Let's all that changes this second week because it has happened before where You know, I remember, it's just before you were watching it, but it was Wes and one of the girls who who he was with, and they were front and centre for about 10 days, Dave. Absolutely. Then all of a sudden, I'm not exaggerating, literally within an episode, they were just in the background as peripheral figures and then got voted Mm -hmm. off and you were like, wow, that is a hell of an edit. So it's not been as harsh as that, but I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden the producers finally read the room and go, it's not going well for us here, guys. And then you don't see a lot of what's going on with Gemma. I'm, I'm very much doubting Dave, but I was praying
1: anyway. So, no. yeah. We'll I mean, see. They, they've got another ex waiting, you know, outside, haven't they? From what Heck you were saying you know. before.
0: Yeah. No, I'm going to put Jordan said, and then I think Sam had read it, so I'm blaming them too, Dave. If that isn't correct. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: but you know, if Jack, I mean, I, I, th- I kind of feel like David A and too aren't aren't a bad pairing. I, I think. You know, Ekinsu is right to, you know, get to know other people and, and make the best match for her. But I think she'll end up with Davide. So, you know, Paige, you mentioned that she could end up with Jax, maybe. I, I don't know. So I, I think Paige has got options there. I, I just think she's quite funny and quite normal. <laughs> you know, that's, why, um, that's why I'd quite like her to stay in. But... um yeah let's let's see chris but i think unfortunately I, I i think it's going to be the gemma show for a little while longer
0: <sighs> it is indeed dave i know i agree i'm trying to be an optimist but i think you're totally right so anyway big thank you guys as always for tuning in great stuff on our social media now if you want to follow us at cd reality cast you're going to email us cd at at gmail.com if you agree disagree on the show please send the emails and we'll read them out and if you do get a chance drop us a review on your podcast catching app and um, we'll we'll read them out as well whether they're good or bad because we do like have a good laugh if someone rips me or dave because that's what friends are for if they're not ripping me and dave's not taking the piss are we really friends <laughs> you know what i mean so that's how it should be uh, but if you do want to support us a little bit more get over to patreon.com forward slash cd reality and a massive thank you to everyone who supports the show past and present we do appreciate it so today's Roll call of honour Dave is Lucky Lulu Green Lauren, Susan Priscilla, Hannah Dee, Dee Katie Joanna, Amy Noreen, Brianna Helen, Keith Gillian, Tom and Zoe so thank you so much guys really good and some new faces on the Patreon and also on the, the Facebook page as well and big thanks to Charlene as always for monitoring that and uh, being the admin over there so thanks a lot Charlene brilliant, brilliant stuff
1: Brilliant so on to week two episode two of week two tomorrow night Chris so uh yeah i wonder when fatigue will actually set in (laughs) at the minute (laughs) it's not today sir so thanks for speaking and uh thanks for listening out there and we'll speak to you next time
0: bye